0: Uh, welcome, everybody, to a late or than usual edition of the Rob Genius Podcast. Sorry, guys, I recorded some stuff earlier this week, and it kind of sucked. So I dumped it, and I wasn't able to get back to this for a while. But here I am. Um, if you're a wrestling fan, this is the Royal Rumble weekend. Big weekend out of the year. If you are, and you are watching it, I hope you enjoy it. I will be watching it, of course. Um as far as anything else going on, well, got some football stuff to talk this week and have some disgust at um some military style propaganda that's being put out there, and I'm gonna yell at Sarah Palin, <laughs> and whatever else I can think of between now and the end of the show. <laughs> So uh, let's just jump into everything here. All right, so we have second week of the playoffs or the divisional round of playoffs last week and may have been the greatest weekend of playoff football ever. All four of the games were excellent. And they all came down to either overtime or down at wire. Just great performances, great defensive performances all around. Tennessee Titans from San Francisco 49ers. Green Bay also, Um, who else, who else, who else, yeah, (laughs) and then some great offensive performances from Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, um, Joe Burrow, (coughs) Matthew Stafford, um, just a lot of them, right, And what may have been the last hurrah for Tom Brady, we'll see. So a whole lot of good stuff last weekend, and we got to all or most of us get a good laugh at one Aaron Rodgers, and he he was real sensitive about this by the way, right? He was like, "Well, people were rooting for my downfall." Yes, (laughs) Um, okay, I wasn't rooting for your well. Yes, you know what? Okay. yeah, I'm glad you're lost, okay? And I'm glad you're lost for the same reason a lot of folks are glad you're lost. Because you've been a jerk, an idiot, about, you know, getting vaccinated. you lying about, you know, getting vaccinated. Right? You lied about it, then you got COVID. And then, you know, when you got called out for it, you know, you want to double down and talk about cancel culture and all that kind of... no. You were stupid and you were dishonest, okay? And then, you know, you're one of these smartest guy in the room type of folks. And you just double down, double down, double down, double down. And look, man, as somebody who, you know, has been guilty of thinking that they're the smartest guy in the room, Sometimes. Sometimes. You got to take the L, bruh. All right. Look, sometimes you got to take the L. Sometimes you're wrong. All right. You know what? I'm wrong sometimes. All right. And you know what? And you know, when I get really, you know, when I get when I'm really feeling it, then I am loud and proud up until I'm proven wrong. And then when I'm proven wrong, you just got to eat it. Okay, you just do. And that's the best thing you can do. Okay, yeah, okay. Look, there are a lot of stupid people in the world. And a lot of times, if you have any kind of education or any kind of good sense, it is very easy to feel superior. And if you're like a nerd and you find it in your doing in all types of intellectual pursuits, it is very easy to feel intellectually superior to most people. Okay, I'm saying this as someone who has fallen into that trap a lot. Okay. Okay, there's not a day on on Twitter that I do not feel intellectually superior to a lot of people. Okay? But even with that, sometimes you're wrong. All right, and and sometimes you're loud and wrong. And it's just that when that when it happens, you got to say my bad, you got to eat it, and you got to take the L. And then you need to shut up for a little while. <laughs> okay? And then you need, you know, then you need to be right a few times before you get, you get out there loud and proud again. All right? But you didn't do that, Aaron. And in your case, you're somebody who's in the public eye. Somebody who people will listen to. And if you're out there talking nonsense, yes, there may be some people who believe the nonsense that you're talking. So that's not the time to double down and, you know, and, you know, say, I got my pride and I'm not going to, you know, blah, 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 blah. This is not the time for that, Aaron. This is the time where you got to take the L. Okay? That's what you should have done. And, well, that's how it is. It happens. So you wouldn't take look. You wouldn't take the L in the conversation, so you took the L on the field. And we're laughing at you. <laughs> That's all there is to it. So have fun on vacation, Aaron. And come back to the Packers. Come back somewhere else. I don't care. Just get your shot, fool. Um. And also, I mean, I mean, as much as I've been ragging on here, um, we need a quarterback in Washington. So, if, if, if you do want to get out of Green Bay, we'll take you. Um, just be quiet, okay? <laughs> Stop talking about stuff that you're wrong about. But, but you know, if you want to come here and play quarterback, um, you know, we'll take you. <laughs> <laughs> anyhow uh, which brings us to Tom Brady uh, the Buccaneers lost a great game uh, and of course he was asked about the whole you know you're gonna retire Tom because look he's at that age he's at that point in his career where that's what you're gonna get asked when the season's over Um and like you know what it's funny, I've kind of had an up-and-down relationship with Tom. Well, not relationship, you know, but, you know. Um, you know, I dug him at the beginning, you know. And then over time, it's just like, this guy's annoying. And now he's, you know, kind of old man Tom. And he's actually gotten a little hipper and cooler in the last couple of years. Um, you know what? And I've kind of warmed up to Tom. We're good. So... At this point, you know and look he and he even he talked about, you know, spending more time with the family and and he didn't talk about it in like the cliched you know, bullshit kind of way, right? Um you know, and he said, Look, I've been doing this and you know, he mentioned how his wife, Giselle. You know, basically when you're a pro athlete and you got a family, you gotta you know, finite number of years to play. And so, what happens a lot of times is your family kind of makes concessions or accommodations so that you can do that. And then there comes a point where, you know, you, I guess, you know, he's basically saying that there comes a point where, okay, well, he owes them now. Right. Um, that he, need, you know, that they've done that for him. Now he needs to kind of. Do something for them. Um, So, does that mean he's retiring? Um, I think it's. I think this is probably the first time he's having a serious conversation about it. And there's an old saying that, you know, when you're, you're talking about retiring, then you already have. So, I don't know if he's reached that point yet. But a year ago, I think it was definitely not a thing. We're not on his radar. It was something that was going to happen soon. But now you know it's in the conversation for something that might be happening now. Hey, look, Tom got nothing else to prove. Um, he can retire and call himself the greatest quarterback ever. I mean, people got different opinions, obviously, but he can retire and say that. You know, he can say, that, yeah, he can retire and say he is. And. You know, this is, I think, as good a time to do it. Because any year now he could come back and be washed, Tom Brady, I don't think you want... uh, You don't want No, you don't want that. You don't want to come back and be washed, Tom Brady. And it could happen whenever... You know, um, any year now, at his age, you can come back and just you know, this could be the year you suck. Because he's old as dirt. you know. So if he wants to, um you know, if he's seriously thinking about it then I understand. Um, if he wants to, then I understand. Yeah, if he doesn't, you know, okay. He wants to come back? Cause look, he has he has now look, he has the right, as long as some team will have him, he has the right to keep playing until he is washed, Tom Brady. Okay? He's earned that. But if he doesn't if he doesn't want to be that guy, you know, if he wants to go out, still looking good and playing good then the prop, now is probably a good time. So either way, man, um, either one's fine with me. Uh, I'd probably advise you to do it now because you still played really well this year overall. Better to go out on a high note than, again, to go out, you know, wash Tom Brady. You don't want to be that. But anyhow, that's that's the football talk for this week. Now, let's get into this propaganda stuff I was mentioning earlier. Alright, so about this political propaganda stuff. And what I'm talking about here is, alright, so our military or government or whoever decided to send some weapons to the Ukraine. And that's because the Russians, Vladimir Putin, and, you know, that gang are getting just a little bit too close for comfort. You know, they're moving up a little closer, and a little closer, and a little closer, and, you know, a little too close now, to the point where... You know they need a little deterrent, apparently. So we sent them some weapons. So what's the problem? Uh, the problem is that we called it. We didn't call it weapons. We didn't call them arms. We called it lethal aid. Yes, lethal aid. Now that is some 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 wild stuff. Okay, lethal aid. I mean, that's like you know jumbo shrimp, right? Military intelligence. That's a little joke there, but you know. (laughs) Um, and look, that's that's what we do, right? We 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 give stuff names that are supposed to make them make it not sound so bad, or that are supposed to obscure just what the hell is going on. Like, you know, officer-involved shooting. That is basically, that's just another way of saying, it, well, the, the police killed somebody. Or that they shot somebody? And they use all that terminology because, you know, if you say the, the police shot somebody, then that's a little bit more jarring. Right? Using, like, passive language, you know, passive voice. I don't know. Put here, you know, lethal aid instead of just weapons. <clears throat> um, you know, here's what it is. But the problem isn't that they, well, them saying it, it's a problem. But it it happens. All right. The problem is that the media. just just took it and ran with it. They started calling it lethal aid. Like, like why are you guys doing this? Why are you guys going along with the the propaganda? Call it weapons. Right? I mean... Mm -hmm. Well, because this is the thing about our political media, all right? So, they like controversy. And they like to appear like they're being tough on, you know, the president or whatever. But in reality, there's a lot of stuff where they just roll over and just, you know, do whatever the White House says, no matter who's in there. And when it comes to, like, military action, that's one of them. Basically, look, the political media, when it comes to military action, the political media's stance is just don't embarrass us. Okay? They're like, a person who's married to a cheating spouse and instead of confronting the cheating spouse, they've kind of just made their peace with it and they just say, Well, as long as they don't embarrass me Right. And that's out of political media with US military action. As long as you do not embarrass the United States, as long as you don't make us look bad in front of everybody, they'll pretty much go along with whatever you say. Now, if you say they're bad guys in such and such country and we need to send the drones and go get them, they'll say, okay. And as long as the drone strikes go according to plan, right, or even or as long as they don't, you know, fail in a way that embarrasses us, then they'll just eat it up. Now, they'll make a big deal out of, you know, Joe Biden going to Delaware, even though, I mean, Delaware is his home and it's not far from Washington, D.C., right? They will make a super huge deal out of that because it gives them a chance to look tough, right? They'll make a super huge deal out of is the president being divisive by saying he'll nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court, right? Because that's a good, you know, tabloidy kind of thing and you can get just instant outrage from the racists over that and, you know, and controversy sells and all that stuff, right? But when it comes down to substantive things that need to be criticized, like Military action, then you know they turn into lap dogs right as as long as you are projecting strength and you do not embarrass us, then they'll leave you alone a lot remember look, they they bought everything about the Iraq war hook line and sinker, okay. They did not get tough asking any questions about the Iraq War until things went south in such a way that we could not, you know, ignore them anymore. That's how they handled that. So that's how they're handling this. Now, if this Ukraine thing turns—if it, if it turns into a disaster—then they'll get tough. But if it doesn't. Well, no matter how it actually goes, right, if it just, if it goes in such a way that we are not publicly humiliated, then they will just say, okay. And if something bad happens in some other country, then, you know, if Biden is kind of not sure whether or not he wants to go in, they'll ask, you know, are we letting the bad guys get too much of a foothold? Right? I mean, because they did that with Obama about Syria. Right. But as long as you know if, it, if it's a chance to project, you know, strength to project you know, America, fuck yeah. And you don't embarrass us, then the political media goes right along with it. Right. And um you know, we're not we're not in, we're not in the Walter Cronkite days anymore where he was willing to, you know, go against the administration propaganda and say no, those Vietnam thing sucks. And we are sucking. No, I don't think there's anybody out there like that now. Because you know, access journalism, you know. But um it is what it is. But but you don't you do not fall for it. You do not need to fall for it. Okay? Because it's bullshit. No, look, I'm not a, look, I'm not a total pacifist when it comes to military action. All right, you know I firmly believe that there are a lot of people out there whose threat we have exaggerated, you know, majorly. Um, and yes, there have been some operations that have taken place for, you know, personal enrichment purposes. Yes. Um, at the same time there are some bad guys out there and I mean legit bad guys who legit want to do us harm right and that's just what it is and you need to admit that and you know what sometimes yes we do need to go in and deal with these folks sometimes we do need to you have military strikes on certain things. Yes, we do. Again. Do we exaggerate threats? Yes. Do we do things for less than, than you know find upstanding motives? Yes. But there are some real people out there who need to be handled. Now that being said, you know, our political media are supposed to be the people who, you know, stay on top of whoever is in the white house over that kind of thing and you know they supposedly learned their lesson with vietnam but they didn't and now let me go now we got a whole new generation of people doing media right now but they you know they've become a, a lot of mm-hmm. access journalists mm-hmm. in the political media especially and they know that the way the best way to keep access is when is when there's some you know matter like some military matter you know the best way to keep access is to do what the administration just just take the administration's word for it and just you know but they shouldn't and we should you know, we have to hold them accountable, I guess, because they're not doing their job. They would just, you know because and I think a lot of them do actually believe in the inherent goodness of the United States military. That 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 they are there to do right. And when they don't do right it's because it's somebody else's fault. But we don't have to do that. You know, we can be skeptical of military action and of the people who order it, right? We can, and that's not, that doesn't mean you don't love the troops or respect the troops or whatever. It doesn't mean that, right? It it just means that, you know, when military strikes are ordered, You know, we should have a better idea of what the hell's going on. And we should not be lied to. Right? And now, look, you can't give away plans and, you know, schematics and all that stuff. No. But we deserve honesty. We deserve as much honesty and transparency as they can possibly give us. Because remember... you know what happens during those strikes we're going to be blamed for collateral damage we're going to be blamed for a lot of things so you know being honest with us about what you're doing so that we can make our own decision on whether or not you know that's a thing we want to be held you know accountable for there's nothing wrong with that because listen Alright. you you may not you didn't fly the plane, you didn't fire the missiles or whatever, you didn't give the order. No. But the truth of the matter is, you know, we've supported these actions from presidents, Democrat and Republican. We've either openly you know, supported them, vocally, verbally, in some cases we supported with our silence. And look, I'm here to tell you, both of them are bad. Both of those approaches are bad. Now, should it, we have a referendum every time there's a possibility of military action? No. But our political media shouldn't just kowtow to whoever's in the White House. Right. On the grounds of, well, they're keeping us safe. And you damn sure shouldn't adopt, you know, propaganda. That damn easy. I mean, come on, it's not even been a day. Look, like like my man Ray used to say all the time, you're giving it up like it's for free. Right. You don't have to do that. They can call it lethal aid all they want, you should still call them weapons. And if you get an angry phone call from somebody in the White House or the Defense Department or whatever you should say, no, we're, we're going to be honest. And if they in turn decide to take away your access, then well, who cares? I wouldn't worry about it. I really wouldn't. But you as a citizen, just be on the lookout for that. All right. Yeah, you know, if you're so inclined, if if your local newspaper or whatever started using the term "Lethal Aid," this would be a good time to contact them and tell them to cut the shit. That's all there is to it. It's just bullshit. All right, we're giving these people weapons, and we're trying we're we're trying to avoid a shooting war. Okay, we're hoping that the Russians stand down. Of course, they're hoping that we don't do anything. That's what's going on here. But anyhow, enough of that. Let's get on to the next thing here. All right, now, since we're on the political stuff here, as as promised, I'm going to yell at Sarah Palin for a little bit here because she tested positive from COVID and she was seen going out in public. No masks, no nothing. Eating at restaurants while she's COVID positive. And I really wish somebody had come up to her and poured a drink on her head. Twice. Because she deserves that. Okay. I mean, it's bad enough people aren't getting vaccinated. No, she was not vaccinated, of course, because freedom. But look, she has been a stain on our political system for a long time. She is a dope. She is an idiot. And the only reason, you know, she got nominated for vice president because, you know, McCain was losing very badly in the polls and they needed to shake things up. So he thought, hey, I'll get a woman. Right. And because they were hoping that, you know, they would catch some support from women voters who were, you know, salty because Hillary didn't get the Democratic nomination so they picked Sarah Palin and Sarah Palin is an idiot and has always been an idiot but even the McCain campaign folks did not realize how much of an idiot she was until she was there um, and then they were just mortified by um, how Just ignorant she was of even basic things. And... To the point where... Some of his own campaign people... Didn't vote for him. Okay, that's how... Bad... That's how dumb... Sarah Palin... Is, was, whatever. So I... I'm not the least bit surprised that, you know, she's doing something dumb like this. And she has, you know, been a forever panderer to the free dumb crowd, you know, F-R-E-E-D-U-M-B. It's just, it's just bad. And she's stupid. She hasn't stopped being stupid. And, you know, it's funny because she was given a pass by the, you know, speaking of the political media, they gave her a pass during that entire campaign, right? Because, probably because they, they just could not believe she was that dumb. But also, I mean, they were afraid to just come out and say that this woman's an idiot. Because, you know, you reach a certain level of politics then unless something happens to make it open season on you there's a certain amount of deference you get there's a certain amount of assuming that you're you know have a have passed a certain baseline of intelligence and when that's not true they don't know how to handle it so they just you know they 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 hold they they hope for the best. <laughs> they say, oh you know, you know they, they, they they claim that you have some type of special undercover savvy or something, <laughs> and, and hope for the best. They did that with Sarah Palin. They did it with John with not with um Trump. Right? They 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 kept you know they kept telling us that oh no 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 he's not a dummy no 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 he's secretly clever, and y'all are underestimating him right and no turn you know look Trump is an idiot who basically took advantage of every, you know, every loophole, every societal advantage that exists for a white man with a little bit of money. Trump took advantage of it, all of them, and got all the way to the White House. You know, Sarah Palin essentially took advantage of, well, I'm not going to say that because See, it's a two-edged sword with women, right? Yeah, you can, you can, you can take advantage of you know, horny dudes thinking you're hot or whatever, right? And giving you certain privileges or whatever. But those dudes still don't respect you and whatnot. They're just dumb, right? And uh, you know, but um, so she did that, and it got her to a certain point. But people who weren't caught up in the political weeds, in the political bubble, and who were not just so partisan that they were going to vote for her regardless, they saw how stupid she was. Now, unfortunately, a lot of those people didn't, some of those people didn't see that with Trump, or some of those people, you know, they're not wanting, they're, they're, you know, well, after eight years of the black guy in the White House, some of those folks were willing to accept an idiot like Trump because, well, Trump's a man. Right. So her 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 stupidity eventually backfired on her. But she's still stupid. And this is it right here. And you know, if she ends up one of those news reports about you know COVID skeptic Sarah Palin, you know, died from COVID, um, I'm not going to laugh or celebrate because I don't do that. But if, if somebody that I talked to on Twitter sends out one of those, hey, what's for dinner, tweets, I will have an answer. Because she's an idiot. And if you feel some kind of way because I'm going that hard on her, well then, you just might be an idiot too. Now see, this, this is one, now what I was saying before about feeling intellectually superior, you know, when, <laughs> to people, this is a proud example because I know I'm intellectually superior to Sarah Palin. But anyhow, enough of that. She's a dope, and no, she was she. It was not, and is not secretly clever. Okay, she was not, it is not playing you guys or whatever. She's just dumb, and she's endangering people. So the hell with her. Seriously, all right, let's move on all right uh before i get about here for this week um cryptocurrency yeah what do we care about that well just you know I, i get some follow requests on instagram from people who are like crypto traders i don't know if they're like bot accounts or what but yeah, i've gotten a bunch of that and you know um and to me the crypto is, is is look. it looks like funny money to me alright sorry <laughs> and there look, there have been some news stories lately about you know some of the crypto stuff getting I don't know jacked or losing value or something or other and boy look I don't know what y'all are doing with that okay I, I don't it, it look at my, at my dad's Get the you know the little repast, you know, little lunch after my dad's funeral, and we were eating and all of that. And you know, one of my cousins who's you know into trading and all that was explaining all this stuff to us about crypto and Doge and um you know some of that other stuff, right? And you know, and look, you know, I kept up with a little bit, you know, what he was saying, because you know, look, I mean, dad. Taught me about the stock market and how that works, and you know, of course, I'm Mr. Math Guy, right? So I'm, you know, I was able to follow him a little bit, but you know, as he was explaining it, we were still basically just kind of looking at him like, "Man, what, what, what is that?" <laughs> and when he got to the end of talking about it, he basically was like, "Yeah, it's bullshit, <laughs> okay? <laughs> but um it's bullshit you can make money off of if you play it right." <laughs> <laughs> which I mean that's how the stock market is right I mean you're you you buy a stock at a certain price on the belief that it's going to go up right and of course either it goes up or it doesn't right if it goes up you sell it you make money if it goes down you you you, you hold on to it and hope it goes back up right, I mean, but you're just speculating, right, it's not even a thing, like, you know um you buy stock in, I don't know um, Target, right you know, you buy stock in Target because you get some tip or something, or, or people believe that the stock price for Target is going to go up and then what if it doesn't, right if it doesn't, then you're screwed And, I mean all this crypto stuff is right as, as it was explained to me basically you just um, the whole trick to it is that um, if you can convince enough people that it's valuable and that they buy it so that they buy it the value will go up and then you can sell it and make some money right I mean, okay, sounds like, um, some bullshit to me, oh, and, and this stuff is completely unregulated, all right, just completely, just, you know, look, look, the U.S. dollar is backed by the United States government, okay, other countries' currencies are backed by those countries' government, all right, and yeah, those things get traded on the market. Yes, you know, yes, the value—you know—the dollar gets traded, and the value goes up and down as far as you know conversion rate <coughs> to other countries' form of currency. Yes, but at the end of the day, even if that goes up or down, you can still take those dollars and buy things with them, right? Um, and you still have, you know. You know, fifty dollars, you still have the fifty dollars, right? Yes, the value of it versus other forms of currency goes up and down. But you still have the fifty dollars. If you you know, okay. If you got fifty Doji coins or whatever, and the value goes down, um you got nothing. Okay. I mean if you if your, your Doji coins were if they were worth fifty dollars at, at eight o'clock, and then they're worth one dollar at noon, then you know what do you got? You got dollar. Well, you don't. And you got nothing basically. And correct me if I'm wrong, but well, this just sounds like nonsense to me. And maybe it's because I'm a million. You know, I'm forty-seven years old. Right? It sounds like nonsense. Um. It's unregulated. There's nothing backing these things, you know, and all of that. Um, if your Doge account gets hacked or whatever, it's like steals all your Doge coins. Then you got nothing. Um, whereas you know, with the bank, I mean, you have the FDIC, which insures you know, deposits up to a certain amount, right, so I'm sorry, just sounds like some nonsense, Doja Coins, they're going to put dogs in the coin, look at that Doja Coin, ah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I you, you got me, uh, you got me, I'm not fooling around with it, all right, now look, if you want to give me some Doja Coins, then I'll, you know, I'll take them, but I sure as only ain't buying them, okay? <laughs> I am not spending any of my money to get into the Dogecoin market. All right. No, no, no. <clears> okay, <throat> look, the stock market is just basically, it is, it, you know, you you basically, you, you can just create value out of whole cloth, right? I mean if enough people want to buy a stock, then the price goes up. Just off of you know supply and demand or whatever. It doesn't mean that, that the stock that the thing you're buying stock in is any more valuable than it was. Right? I mean Target didn't become doesn't become a better store if the stock price goes up. I mean it's just you know, it's 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 just, no. <laughs> Y'all got it. Okay, um, yeah, like I said. Target doesn't become a better store because people bid the stock price up, right? And it doesn't become worse if the stock price goes down. But, you know, at least, you know, the money that's going into that, like, you know, again, it's backed by the U.S. government. I ain't fooling crypto, okay? <laughs> Just not, y'all got it, crypto, right? Because, again, if somebody sneaks in and, and steals all your Doge coins, what do you got? You got nothing. Now you had to pay real money to you know get the Dogecoin, coins, but once once, you, once that money's gone, you ain't no know, getting it back. That stuff ain't secure. So y'all have fun with that. I will stick to my green American dollars, and that's all there is to it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so look, yeah, look if one of y'all gets rich off dozer going God bless you. Um, ain't gonna be me, y'all. Like I said, y'all got it, okay. <laughs> Anyhow, um, look, that's gonna do it for this week, I think. Um, so I've been watching some stuff on TV. Going to talk about that some more next week. Um, Boba Fett is will be done next week. Um, Peacemaker is still going, right? And on the movie front the Batman is a little over a month away looking really looking forward to that one I am and uh, I will be in the theater for that one But anyway all right So look that's going to take care of us for this week um excuse me check those of you who are watching the Royal Rumble enjoy I will um as always you can catch me on the mindless wrestling podcast this week You can read stuff that I write. At robsgenius.com. And. That's all for now. Um, Listen. You know. I say this almost every week. I will say it again. COVID is not over. Okay. Not remotely close to being over. There's still people getting infected. There's still people dying. Do not listen to your kooky friends or whatever and we're telling you to don't mask up and don't do this and don't do that okay continue with all your protocols alright don't you know I never stopped you shouldn't stop either okay That that's all I got so that's it for this week um, until next week Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and God bless you guys. I will talk to you next week.